1: Beautiful Thursday, NCA I Is it NCA tournament Eve as we record this or does the first four count?
0: You know, I think that's a good, that's probably as good a place to just have this whole first segment, right? Um, I think because so. Because I don't think this is the tournament. I think it's kind of BS that they call it the tournament. I think they actually call
1: Friday round
0: two, don't they? <laughs>
1: that's so dumb. I mean, I could be talked into that the first four is the tournament. I could be talked into that, but I ain't getting talked into that that Friday is the second round. Nope, that's the first round.
0: All right, and let me just go off on a rant with that. That um okay. First of all, 68 teams is so stupid. I mean, it's so stupid. And I know that if you've listened to this podcast, you've listened to me rant about how, you know, I hate it when basketball people, of which I am one of, talk about how They decided on the court and football doesn't. I think that's such BS. Um, It's all with basketball, it's all about who gets hot. It doesn't, you don't really get, excuse me, rewarded necessarily for your good season because if that were the case, and if you do believe that, okay, these little guys deserve a chance, then why in the hell is Drake playing in the first four? They're like 22 and four or some shit. Um, (laughs) That's stupid. So, you know, I think they try to have it both ways with this thing. And I think the best thing to do the, the ultimate thing to do would eventually be to go to all power five. And, you know, I guess, uh, I, I guess power five because Notre Dame's in the ACC. There's not really any independent basketball. Is there that I can think of? Uh, no. Okay. Nope. So Power five, along with the big East, you know, just have the big boy conferences. Um, That would be my take on it. And then, let the other conferences, like of which Gonzaga is one, let them have a bid or two. But then I don't think we need a bid from the MIAC. I just don't think we need one. Um, but that's, that's just me. And I, I'm more about giving the when, – when Alabama and LSU and Ohio State have to go through the rigors of a much better conference, unquestionably better conference, And they don't, and they get penalized for losing more games than somebody who played a bunch of tiddlywinks. That bothers me. But I think 68 teams is so stupid. I don't know why in the world we don't just go. Okay, say 64. That's fine. I really think it'd be better at 32. But go to 64. Okay, go to 64. Leave it there. And if you are going to do 68, which is stupid, we we I've said that multiple times now already (laughs) in this podcast then make it so that it's a play-in game to play the number one team. Exactly. Team.
1: Don't do Michigan State-UCLA. What the hell is that? Couldn't agree more. I mean, I, I was going to say the same thing. If, if we're going to insist on 68, which is dumb, but if we're going to insist on 68, then, then figure out, okay, who had the, the eight worst leagues? What were the eight worst conferences this year? What's the bottom of the barrel? Those eight conference champions, there's your first four. They, they, they played the four games to kick off the NCAA tournament to determine the right to play the four number one seeds in the first round of the NCAA tournament. You could sell me on that, but that's all you're selling me on. The fact that. Eleven seeds teams teams that are in like the top thirty four teams in the country have to play in this play in game when other sixteen seeds are not Uh, it just it it really almost makes no sense to me at all I I hate sixty eight but if we're gonna have sixty eight let the first four be all games against teams at the bottom of the barrel the sixteen seeds that are playing each other for the, quote, right to play Gonzaga, Baylor, Michigan, and Illinois.
0: Yeah, I just – you know, it seems like they always want to do it, have it both ways. And um, I I just really don't understand why the push to get teams that clearly aren't worthy. I mean, I I know Loyola Chicago. Everybody, what about Loyola Chicago? They made a run to the Final Four. Okay, I know they did. but that that is so and few between and all it tells me is they got hot i also need to look up who the who the hell they played to go on that run it wasn't like a murderer's row i don't think it wasn't um, like the
1: run auburn like auburn had to beat every blue blood program that plays college basketball to get to the final four <laughs> they beat like north carolina kansas indiana yeah. duke i mean they, they had to they had to get through them all i don't think loyola yeah, like, chicago did
0: i'm i'm all right. Here's it was in 2018. Here's what they beat: the number three, six seed Miami in the in the round of 64 by by two points. Number three, Tennessee by one point. Number seven, Nevada by one point. Number nine, Kansas State, and then they lost to Michigan. So they didn't play a number one or a number two seed. Um, you know, I barely just, won
1: those early. I'm more impressed with their wins in round one and two than I was. I mean, they got pretty fortunate in the Sweet 16 and Elite Eight. Yeah. To play Kansas State and Nevada. Yeah in elite eight and sweet 16 games. I mean, I'm more impressed that they made it through the Miami-Tennessee gambit, you know, (laughs) even though they were obviously one possession games. But, you know, I I don't get bothered by the small schools in it as, as you do. As a matter of fact, I think there's some irony in that that me and you discuss this all the time and are on opposite sides of the fence. While Alabama is about to play in Hinkle Fieldhouse, the the literally the the place where the championship game in Hoosiers was shot, uh, and and of course a mid major plays at Hinkle in Butler, a famous Butler team that's made it the Final Four twice, I believe, in recent years. Uh, but Hoosiers, I, I think it's that championship game in the Hoosiers movie that sort of makes the first round of the NCAA tournament so interesting. It's like, all right, we've all seen Hoosiers. Let's get about 10, 12 or 14 games in round one that sort of have the same makeup of the tiny, the tiny little Gene Hackman program against the big bad boys from the big city. Uh, and, and it sort of is almost like, a, you know, conjuring up a, a Hoosiers film uh, that they try to get. They they try to get one or two of those outcomes, you know, every year. And uh, and, and I sort of like it, but. I'm with you in in this one sense. It's sort of right back to Alabama. I I think Alabama has a good chance of crushing Iona in the first game. That's what I believe will happen. I believe Alabama will beat Iona handily, and the tournament really starts for Alabama in round two, where I think Alabama is going to end up playing an extremely good Connecticut team.
0: Jimmy, let me tell everybody about Blue Chew. Uh, This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Blue Chew is making waves and bringing more confidence in the bedroom. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew's tablets combat all forms of ED and can help men gain extra confidence when it's time to get it on. I just added that part. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. Yeah, it wouldn't be bad if it came in a package that said, "You know, hey, hey, this is uh," a." Anyway, I'm not going to do that. Uh, (laughs) The process, the process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com consult with one of their licensed medical providers. And once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part is done online. You don't have to go talk to the nurse and get all weird, especially, you know, I don't know if it'd be weirder to talk to a female nurse or a male nurse. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I I don't, I wouldn't like either one of them. I want to do it online with blue chew. If I had to do it, uh, don't like swallowing pills. No problem. Because, uh, you're going to be chewing these mothers blue chews, uh, sildenafil and tadilafil, Tablets are chewable. Blue Chews tablets are made in the USA and they prepare uh and ship direct so it's cheaper in the pharmacy. Go to bluechew.com, bluechew.com, use the promo code locked on. Also want to tell everybody about betonline.ag. Betonline.ag people get signed up. Get your bets in on the tourney. It's time, tourney time, March Madness time, and you'd be mad if you didn't sign up for betonline.ag right now using the promo code locked on, get that 50% welcome bonus, 50% welcome bonus, y'all. So if you put in free money, you can play with 75, you put in $175. You can play with more than $175. I don't know why I chose that number. (laughs) I like how you dodged that math. I did. I dodged the (laughs) shot. (laughs) Betonline.ag is where you want to go. Use the promo code Locked On. You can bet on reality TV, and apparently, like The Bachelor ended in all kind of controversy. And uh, I mean, they're all kind of fun. I knew it was going to be funky. I knew it was going to be funky, and it was funky. And I bet you that if you wanted to bet on whether or not it was funky, you could have done it at BetOnline.ag. Go to BetOnline.ag. Use the promo code Locked On. Get that fifty percent welcome bonus, and then you'll thank Jimmy and me later, and we will say you're welcome. All right, Jimmy. Let's just you know, just give me your give me your final four.
1: Wow. You know, I filled out a bracket and I can't remember. Um, I, I do know this. I, I had, um, I have Illinois winning the NCAA tournament. Um, and, you know, I went into it with the idea that when I filled out the bracket that I didn't know who I'd pick. I was literally going to go game by game. And, and how it ended up, it ended up. And, and I ended up with Illinois winning, I do think, the Big Ten is going to have a big tournament. I think most of the top Big Ten teams will do well. Um, I have Gonzaga losing uh, just simply for the fact that they're unbeaten. And it's just – I've deemed it impossible to go unbeaten in modern college basketball. So I have Gonzaga losing uh, even before the Final Four. But I do think it'll be mostly uh, one seeds that make it, uh, you know, into the end. Other, uh, so, I, I like Illinois. Um, I like Baylor. I like um, Michigan. And I'm uh, not sure. Who's the two seed in that Gonzaga region? Because I don't have the brackets in front of me. Uh, That's Iowa. I think that's exactly what I had. Iowa, Iowa and three one seeds. <laughs> Iowa, Michigan, Illinois, Baylor with Illinois winning it. That's what I think right now.
0: So you got three but Big Ten teams in the Final Four.
1: I do, yeah. Yeah, I think the Big Ten will dominate this tournament and then will, will do really well. Uh, I think the fact that they've played each other and played in big games – against each other sort of sets them up well for this tournament, but just a couple other things. Again, I think, I do think Gonzaga will lose early, second, third round even. Um, And I won't be surprised if Baylor loses early, but I think Baylor is the more likely team to win the national championship between Baylor and Gonzaga. But I I went with Illinois. Uh, What do you think?
0: All right, I've got Gonzaga. I've got Gonzaga winning it all, going undefeated. They're too good. I've got Alabama because I'm a a abashed homer. And I frankly think we do have a good shot at this. I mean, in fact, I want to say – no, I was going to say – I got Alabama and FSU in the Elite Eight, and I have LSU beating Michigan. Goodness. Yeah, I do. Goodness. Um, Now, then on the other side, I've got uh, Illinois, and I've got Ohio State. Because here's my thing with Baylor. Um, I heard this stat the other day. Baylor is like the worst team at defensive rebounding, and North Carolina is like the best team at offensive rebounding. So I think North Carolina is going to get a lot of second chance points. Now that assumes North Carolina gets by Wisconsin, which I think they will. Um, And so I've got uh, I got Baylor going out in the second round, not Gonzaga, and uh, so I got Ohio State, uh, Illinois. Bama, Gonzaga, Gonzaga, Illinois, Gonzaga, the champ.
1: I have a heck of a hot take coming. Ready for this? It's gonna gonna be 50% upsetting and 50% wow. I'm ready. But this is how I honestly feel. And this is just this is how I feel today in terms of like going out on a limb and predicting what I think is gonna happen. But I'm so sure about this. I'm gonna tweet it when it comes to fruition. So so people that listen to podcasts are getting a heads up on a tweet that might come from me in two or two or four days, even. I think Alabama is gonna lose to Yukon in round two or Texas in the sweet 16 round. But the moment Alabama loses and because I don't think our fans expect us to lose in round two or round three to, to, in the Sweet 16. The second Alabama loses, I'm going to tweet this uh, boldly because I believe it's true. I think Alabama is going to win the national championship next season. Mm. So I think both. I think Alabama is going to lose earlier in this tournament than we want. And I think Alabama will win the national championship next season.
0: Hmm. How about that? Hmm. That's,
1: that's a hot take because I got, I got equal parts disappointment and, and, and thrilling stuff there. I like it. I do like it. <laughs> you like it that it's fun or you like it that you can kind of see all that happening?
0: No, I like it that About. it's so stupid that I think people are going to kill you on Twitter.
1: <laughs> people will kill me on Twitter. People uh, will kill me on Twitter because, the, because while they're all gnashing teeth after the loss, I'm going to be like, I think this will even help uh, focus on focus next year's team, which, which will have an even better chance. And I say that because next year's team will feature a dynamic point guard that we don't have right now a dynamic point guard and J.D. Davison and the big off the bench who creates a massive matchup problem for everyone in Alice Chiku. And I think adding J.D. and Chiku to the core returning players of Coinerly, Shaq, Keon, uh, adding J.D. Davison and Alice Chiku will, uh, Put us over the top and, and, and we'll be a national champion in a year.
0: All right, Jimmy, let me tell everybody about BuiltBar. BuiltBar.com is where you want to go. Use the promo code LOCKEDON20 to get 20% off that order of those delicious, nutritious, chocolate covered goodies that you love from Built bar. They've got all these kick ass flavors. You need to go try them out. BuiltBar.com. Look, you will not be disappointed. Put that first order in, use the promo code LOCKEDON20, get 20% off your order. And then you really will be happy you did this. They, are, they can be good for keto diets, good for maintaining or losing weight. Maintaining or losing weight. That's huge. Go to builtbar.com, B U I L T B A R.com. Again, the promo code is locked on 20. Promo code is locked on 20, builtbar.com. Jimmy, I'm looking back through um, just for the heck of it, and I, I, w- I just want to hear if you got anything that you're looking forward to spring practice quickly to round up. But I'm looking back over Alabama's um, uh, NCAA tournament appearances through the years. Um, and, you know, in 1975, we went and played Arizona and lost by three. Then we beat North Carolina in 76 in the first round and lost, of course, to the champion Indiana. A lot of people said there was a bullshit call in there somewhere. Great. Um then we missed about six years, went and played St. John's in North Carolina. Um, in 82, there must have only been – there must have only been like 48 teams or something because it says second yeah. round in Sweet 16. Then um, 83, we get upset by Lamar, and they beat the piss out of us. 73 That's to stunning. Four.
1: I think that was Wimps' first team
0: sure. maybe. And then the second year, we lost in the first round to Illinois State, 48-49. But then in 85 – we beat Arizona, beat VCU, sweet 16. We play NC state and that's the year NC state won it all, right? I think no, NC won it, state it, won it all in 83. 83, 83 You're right. Yep. Um, okay. Uh, 86 beat Xavier, Illinois, and then we lose to Kentucky. That was the fourth time we had played Kentucky that freaking year. They shouldn't have been in our bracket, um, but I'm, I'm just trying to find some of the more interesting ones. Everybody knows some of the more recent, but you know, I'd forgotten, I didn't forget, but I remember like anywhere from 89 on up or really, uh, 87 on up. I remember pretty vividly, uh, 90 Colorado state. Then we blow out number one seat, Arizona. Then we play Loyola Marymount. I remember where I was watching that game and I'm still still pissed. We lost it. Um, 91, we played Murray state and they had a guy named Popeye Jones and, um, we beat them pretty good. I remember, uh, Hollywood Robinson had an unbelievable spin move in that game. Then we played Rodney Rogers in Wake Forest. You remember how big that SOB was?
1: Rodney Rogers was a hell of a basketball player.
0: Um, and then Arkansas beat the hell out of us, I think, in Charlotte, if I remember right. And they started doing the SEC chant because they came into the league the next year. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Pissed me off. Um, of course we made it in '92. Made it in 94. We lost to Purdue in 94, and I remember being on the beach. That was the McDias team. Yeah, I remember watching that. Um, We had a condo at the time, and I was so pissed because they called Sean Peck Love for a block when uh, Glenn uh, Robinson dunked over him, and he was clearly a charge. And I lost – we lost our – everybody in the condo lost their mind.
1: I wasn't so sure watching that game that Glenn Robinson wasn't the best college basketball player I'd ever seen. Yeah, he was incredible. I mean, Glenn Robinson was unbelievable. Oh, that's one of the best college players Alabama's ever played against in my cognizant lifetime.
0: You know, and then we go from '95. We lose to Oklahoma State. We play Pennsylvania. That's the game that, in overtime, that's the game that McDice just went off. And then we play Oklahoma State in big, big country. country. Reeves. Yep, and he goes on to play in the Final Four. They don't go anywhere, but um, and then in, you know we take a seven-year hiatus. To, until 02 and yep. uh we
1: get beat by freaking kent state you remember that was that uh that was mark's first ncaa team lost to kent state
0: yeah but it was in the second round
1: ah uh, yeah because we did win a first round game we, we won it, the sec that year that's right and then we lost to kent state in the second game you know who a uh, a player on that kent state team was Mm-mm. Antonio Gates that would go on to be an NFL Hall of Fame. Oh, Titan. that's right. You're absolutely From, right. Yep. He and went on we, to become an NFL badass, mm-hmm. but Mark's Mark had the most, <laughs> Mark had the most unique tenure ever at Alabama. I mean, I mean, Wimp was great because of, because of Wimp and his personality. Mark Godfrey's time at Alabama was a roller coaster of, some of our greatest moments of all time. <laughs> and some of the worst. I mean, it was like, I'm surprised we didn't all die of whiplash during yeah. the Godfrey era. Anywhere from coming out of nowhere to win the SEC in 02, to losing to Kent State in second round, to that season where we were number one in the country for the first time in school history, to almost missing the NCAA tournament in the same year. Uh and then the recruiting, which was great because we had a lot of really good players, and also terrible because it seemed that Godfrey's recruiting was so focused on his A-list that when we missed somebody on the A-list, we had to take somebody that was uh, about to sign with uh, Austin Pete.
0: Yeah. I mean, yep. we had some bizarre, bizarre moments with uh, Mark Godfrey. <laughs> and then, you know, I'd kind of forgotten – I went to the UW-Milwaukee game with Bruce Pearl beating us as a 12 seed. I, I went to that game. It was in uh, Cleveland, if I remember right. But then in 06, we beat Marquette and then lost to UCLA. But I barely remember that UCLA game for some reason.
1: Didn't we beat Marquette on probably like a last-second shot and then lost to UCLA on the last-second shot? That I right? think
0: UCLA hit a three to beat us, but we beat Marquette by five.
1: Oh, okay. All
0: right.
1: Um, that and- was not Dwayne Wade Marquette. No. that was not we no. didn't play Dwayne Wade no no I didn't think so
0: um then we lose to Creighton in 12, uh, 12 I don't remember
1: when um when T really was fouled and they didn't call it no call no call yeah. that one that one kid is the coach's kid the coach that's been in the news so much McDermott his kid played yep. on that Creighton team and his kid could shoot the lights out of it He's and good. uh and when we, we we just lose by one basket in the game, we, we probably should one. Was that was that Grant's team? I guess by then. Oh yeah. yeah. Well,
0: you, I, all I do is tell you the score. You knew was Grant's team, 57-58. That sounds like him. It's like that's him. That's the guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Jimmy, let's uh, let's go ahead and call it a day. But uh, NCAA tournament, everybody, get your bracket going and uh, roll tide.
1: Roll tide and the start of spring football practice. Watch out for my players of the spring uh, predictions. Marcus Banks at cornerback, Cameron Latu at tight end, and Jamil Burroughs on the defensive line. Roll title.